Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views, and it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? <laughs> Something What's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And today is yet another celebration of Halloween this month. And by doing so, we thought we'd do something a little weird, being that it is, of course, 2020 uh, and October. And that is discuss some of the odd headlines that have appeared on news sources over the last Oh, what has it been, nine months now or so, right? Well, if you consider January to be the start, yeah. Um, Honestly, these have kind of ramped up a little after that. Like, uh, I think around April, and that's when COVID was kind of starting to hit its peak here in the U.S. Um, Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and there was actually an article that... I saw somebody reference, and you and I have actually talked about this article, claiming it was 2020. Um, so I wanted to to discuss it a little bit because I was I was a little irritated. I saw somebody do a TikTok video about it, saying, "Oh yeah, this is this is from 2020," and it's not. It's from 2017. Um, I don't know if you remember this, Eric. I'll just go right into it here because I've been thinking about it all day. I'm, I have to get it off my chest. Um, <laughs> Did you remember the picture in from Arizona that looked like it was a demon standing in somebody's yard, like seven feet yes. tall? Had big wings or something? Right. Yeah. Um, there was a guy in TikTok who did a, a video talking about the, the crazy stuff going on in 2020 and claimed that this happened in 2020. So I, I'm like... Mm-hmm. I've heard of this before. Where have I heard of this before? So I researched the article, and this goes back to 2017. Now, if you want to say this is ramping up to 2020, sure. Okay, I get it. You know, we've been having weird stuff going on ramping up to 2020. But this happened three years ago. And mm-hmm. this, I'm trying to remember, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they never really debunked this picture, right? No, it was never officially debunked. I think uh, many people thought that it was indeed a demon or uh, some type of angelic creature. Uh, Many other or several others um, thought that maybe it was just a tree, just like a silhouette of a tree. But it is oddly shaped, even for a tree. And it hasn't really been debunked as a docked for... photo either you know it, it doesn't look like anyone really messed with it uh there's really no way to explain it it's definitely weird and we did share it on paratruth when that came right. out back in 2017 and i remember we had a it was actually sent to us originally i think by somebody and we had a number of people look at it and i even did a ton of editing to it see if i could figure it out but no it was never really couldn't figure it out no Again, I haven't done much research into it since then, but I don't remember ever seeing anything either where uh, there's like maybe a statue there somewhere because this looks like it's on somebody's street, not necessarily in a uh, uh, industrial area or a, a uh, business area at all. So right, yeah, I don't, I really don't know, like. Obviously, I, I where did it say that it was taken? Did it say like what the um, uh, city or state says? Phoenix it says Fe- oh, Phoenix. Okay, so you know, 
it's like you said, it appeared in 2017. All it was was a typical, hey, saw this demon, took a photo, showed up in the picture or whatever. I don't know if people. Oh, I'm sorry. The the guy was from Phoenix. It's the picture was taken in Tucson. In Tucson. Okay. So not too far from Phoenix. Right. I can't recall if somebody, whoever, man, who took it, um, if he had seen it and then took the photo or if he took the photo and it appeared there. Um, there's nothing that really, like the backstory, there's not much backstory to it. It's just like, hey, here's this right. demon and voila. So that's kind of suspicious in a way. Like, why were you taking a picture there specifically? Did you see it? Uh, did you hear something? Like, what was going on? We don't know the details. So as far as we can go, is, is we could just say, you know, it's an interesting photo. That's kind of eerie, but that's it. We can't easily debunk it, which is troubling, especially for uh, paranormal investigators who are looking at this photo. Right. Well, and the, I mean, the real reason I wanted to bring this up is if, if you're going to bring something up and we do to the best of our ability, do fact checking and and do research on, of course, the web where we don't get to do as much research in the field as we would like. But if you're going to do research and claim it's from a certain time frame, make sure you get the right research. I mean, this guy was claiming it was from 2020, and it's it's been three years since this picture has been out. Right. And then he wanted to link it to an article that you um, had brought to my attention um, with the massive holes. He wanted to say, oh, they found this massive hole. And, you know, before we've also got this angel. Maybe this thing came out of the earth. Well, dumbass, maybe you should check it before you're even <laughs> saying anything. So, and it, this guy is like a, a comedy. He, he tries to come off as, as funny, but I don't know if that's, he was just trying to get a rise out of people or what, but. Um, but yeah, it was, that was the main reason I wanted to talk on that one because it kind of got me irritated because it's like, yeah, I know, I know I've seen this article before and I know we've covered it on Paratruth. So, all right. Well, so I wanted to give the mic to you to talk about these giant holes are actually forming, which are not connected to a giant demon or angel coming out of the center of the earth. Right. So these massive mystery holes, um, really, it was reported in around August uh, of 2020 and was, of course, uh, mentioned again in September, very early September, where it was updated. But in CNN, uh, it was reported that a Russian TV crew was flying over the Siberian tundra and Matt uh, spotted a massive crater about 100 feet deep and around... Uh, what is it? It's, I'm trying to think of what 20 meters wide is. 30 meters of the hundreds of 20 would probably be around 70, 70 feet. Anyone who knows their meters to whatever. <laughs> Ratio. <laughs> Ratio, however you do that. I used to know it when I worked at, had, a, had a job where I had to work in using meters. And now it's just all lost. Anyway, so... <laughs> This Russian TV crew ended up spotting this massive crater 30 meters wide and 20 meters deep. And it was really just odd for its size and symmetry uh, and really just the way it looked and how it could have been created because nobody knew how it was created. It was just this huge hole and scientists who had investigated it and who looked at the photos had absolutely no idea how it could have been created. Uh, But it was, interestingly, the ninth hole spotted in this particular uh, region of Russia uh, since 2013. Now, the initial theories floated around when, like, uh, I think it was the first crater was discovered near an oil and gas field in, I think it's Yamo Peninsula um, in northwest Siberia. And it included a meteorite impact, which could have been the cause of it. Uh, it could have been a UFO landing. Uh, and it could have been the collapse of a secret underground military storage facility. 
But scientists believe actually that the problem is this giant hole was created by an explosive buildup of methane gas, which could have been an unsettling result of warming temperatures in the region. There's still not a lot of ideas though, or extreme explanations or exact explanations of what it could be, but that's the closest theory is there's this methane gas underneath there. Uh, and so that's the only theory currently formed uh, that's kind of well-regarded amongst the scientists who are investigating it, but they're still doing investigations to find out for sure because they haven't actually detected any methane gas in the area. So I, I think leading up to 2020, there have been quite a few massive holes discovered around the world, right? Mm -hmm. um, yep. Many, so of course, a couple that... actually in our, uh, the Arctic uh, have been, have had a few. Okay. So, but then th therein lies the question, is this all methane gas building up and <laughs> blowing holes in yeah. part of the earth or what? Yeah. You know, nobody really knows. Like a lot of these things, these holes, they seem to just appear overnight. Uh, it, it's most likely that they didn't. Maybe they've been cr uh, created over a long period of time. But some of these areas, when you're thinking of uh, Siberia, Russia, even the Ant uh, Antarctica, uh, there's a lot of spaces that you don't typically travel over very often. These are very big countries and continents in which you're not going to see the vast majority of it ever in your lifetime, uh, let alone pass you know, these craters regularly. So uh, chances are you're flying over an area that you've never flown over before and you spot it. And it might have been developing there over several decades or longer, but mm. this is the first time you've flown in that area and it's there. Still, there are some other, you know, various theories like the methane uh, or like these craters that could have impacted Earth. But even if it was a crater recently, like something that big from a meteorite, I mean, that would have created some serious damage. Uh, widespread on impact, not just the crater, I think, uh, being that these are so big. So, you know, the, uh, this is just one of those weird, mysterious uh, things that are happening around the world that can't be explained uh, without further investigation. And unfortunately, some of these places are difficult to get to. You know, you have to have a certain amount of money, like Antarctica, for example, you got to have all the gear ready to go. It's a full expedition just to get out to these craters. It's not like you just fly in, drop down, you're good to go. Uh, you got to plan on several nights there and the temperatures down there are horrible. Of course, they're extremely low and dangerous. So there's still a lot of work to be done. They've been trying to figure it out since 2013 and they're just not quite there on the exact explanation of what this could be. But Again, methane could be the most likely cause. And if it is, then that's actually kind of scary considering methane, who knows where it's traveling to or where it could be, you know, around mm -hmm. the world that could destroy an entire town you know, or entire city. The other thing that I think is a theory, at least on my part, is the idea that these are just sinkholes. This is loose uh, soil underneath the surface of the ground that is just collapsing either by because of uh, earthquakes or movement on, on the crustal plane uh, could be underground rivers that are slowly eat, eating away at the soil. When you look at Florida, for example, it's a hot spot for, uh, for sinkholes. It, it basically, mm -hmm. if you looked at, if you're able to look at Florida uh, and actually do an x-ray of it, it would look like Swiss cheese. That's how bad it is. Uh, and it's very well known for that. So like, if you're moving down there, there's often um, cases in which you have to take out insurance to protect yourself and the home and things like that uh, for sinkholes. And that's, that's another possibility here. You know, this could be simply loose soil that's been happening over a couple of decades. And then one night you get a torrential downpour or something like that. Everything gets washed away and the whole thing sinks. And that's that. It's it. It's there. Yeah, there was a sinkhole that happened here. Um, I think it was last, late last year, and ended up claiming several lives because people were driving and drove right that's into sad. it because they couldn't see. Yeah. Um, 
that the sinkhole had formed. So it's, I mean, yeah, that, that is a huge possibility too, is that sink, these sinkholes are causing it too, but it's just odd. It's really weird. And this is something, like I said, that's kind of ramped up in the past couple of years, kind of like what I was talking about with the, the weird sightings, like the angel demon picture from 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just continuing. It's just a weird thing. Um, so something that I wanted to touch base on, just because I feel we just kind of zimmed over this in 2020, is the the murder hornet. Yes. Like, they were here, they were gone, nobody knew what the hell happened. Um, right. So I was reading this article from May of 20... Uh, May 2nd of this year. Um and it's from New York Times, so it's a reputable source. And it's talking about this uh, this guy, Ted McFall. He had pulled over in his truck to s- see a group of hives near Custer, Washington, um, in November, actually. And he could spot from the window a mass of bee carcasses on the ground. And he looked to see several members of the colony strewn throughout outside the hive and even more inside the hive. Um, on further inspection, he found that the heads of the hornets had been taken off or the bees rather. Um, and so that's where this creature gets its name, the nickname murder hornet. I at first kind of thought it had to do with the fact that First and foremost, it's got a very potent venom that can kill you within, I, I believe it's 10 minutes or, or 15 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. I, I might be wrong on the actual time frame there. Um, but it also has a stinger that can go through a beekeeper's suit and, and sting you. And people have associated it with excruciating pain, um that is likened to hot metal driving into your skin. So I was looking at this. I'm like, well, I guess their nickname really doesn't derive from the fact that they have potent venom, but that they kill entire bee colonies. And I, I, I had never heard that before. So, you know, looking into the further research, it's actually the Asian giant hornet, um, just nicknamed the murder hornet. Um, looks like it was kind of isolated to Washington. I hadn't heard any other articles or areas where it had come further in, but it for I mean for a hornet um, species to get over here from Japan, it, that's a long way. So somehow it hit a uh, air current that carried it over here or something. I don't know, but. Oh, uh, my guess. I mean, that's possible. I think it's more likely that they, there may be like a nest or something on a ship that traveled from. Oh yeah. That could uh, be the too. area over to the West coast. And that's how they got here. Yeah. That's, that's a good possibility, but yeah, it's just so weird. We, we heard about this and then just, it was gone. There, nobody ever heard anything ever since. And I think this was the only legit article I could find that kind of talks about it. Um, doesn't say where they went or anything. Cause this, I think may is when it actually happened since COVID mm-hmm. kind of slapped us in the face in March and April. Um, so yeah, th- that was something I wanted to kind of cover. Cause it's something that we kind of skimmed over for 2020 and maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> in comparison to some of the stuff that we've got going on. Um, yeah. So, um, did, is there anything else that came to, to the top of your head for 2020 and interesting things that's been going on? Well, uh, one of the big ones I think that have been really popular over the last year is the, which we actually talked about last week, I think is UFO sightings. UFO sightings have really ramped up over the last year, like extremely ramped up. 
Uh, these are things that people are not only seeing with their own eyes, but they're capturing it on video and posting it to Facebook and Instagram. And of course, it's appearing on news channels and various other media outlets. Nobody really knows why. There's plenty of theories. We've already talked about the idea of Zozo and the 2020 connection mm -hmm. uh, and how maybe that can be linked to UFOs. Uh, I know one theory that we've discussed in the past is that a UFO isn't actually a, a machine or a flying object, but perhaps it's a portal to another dimension that a creature, whether it be an alien a demonic entity or some other spiritual entity that is the using it to open up uh, and it moves for some reason. We don't know why that obviously we don't have an explanation for that, but nonetheless, that could be an option, but it's been ramping up a lot lately. And the reason people were thinking, Oh, maybe it's this portal is because of the idea of Zozo and the 2020 connection that we talked about in mm -hmm. which more demons uh, or more evil entities are entering our plane and creating all this havoc that we've been witnessing over the last year. Uh, another theory, though, is that these are actual aliens or extraterrestrial life, whether they're little green Martians, the greys, uh, the reptilians, or something else entirely. Even if it's, we go back a couple of episodes, if it's ourselves in the future looking back on mm -hmm. what's happening, this could be a possibility, especially to see how humanity has evolved from pandemic to pandemic. Uh, now, mind you, we've gone through a lot of pandemics, obviously the Black Plague being one of the most horrifying of all of them and seeing what happened there and how things have changed over time there have been ones pandemics where they've just you know we, we've built an immunity to them think of like the regular flu bug or the cold and something like that say, we have. yeah the spanish influenza that came around during world war one which is actually not that long ago and right. i just said this to somebody else we're living through it another one again <laughs> yeah and uh, it's not and that, yet there's that far others away. still Mm -hmm. And there's others still that we've actually conquered and completely got rid of. Um, mm. And so it's possible that these entities uh, are showing up to see how are we going to react to this one? How are we going to uh, not only challenge the pandemic itself, but how are, we, how are we going to challenge each other or how are we going to come together and work as a team? And clearly I don't see that happening very well <laughs> these days because uh, right. I feel like there, you know, there, there have been times over the last few years. Uh, think about 9-11, for example, where I remember the U.S. coming together as a community to try and help right. and, you know, fight the war on terrorism and stuff. And now here we are in 2020 with this pandemic and, of course, uh, certain presidential uh, people, uh, <laughs> both in office and out of office, who are causing a lot of really a lot of tension between the people mm -hmm. of the U.S. and uh, obviously this whole, the the big, big issue that we have with equality in this nation right now is really bad, you know, and it's just tearing people apart instead of coming together uh, like we should be. So I right. think if there are extraterrestrials showing up and that's why people are seeing these UFOs, it could be to see how we're dealing with a situation like this. And maybe... As some theories have speculated, it could be a pandemic that was, you know, this virus. It was said that it came from China because of a lab that let it loose on purpose or by accident or because somebody ate a bat. Uh, there are other theories still, though, that people think it was purposely planted here by some type of alien life force to see how humanity would react or uh, see if it, we can uh, survive it and to what extent. Uh, either as a way to prepare us and make us stronger or to whittle us down and make us weaker for some type of crazy alien invasion in this near future. Uh, so I guess we'll see in 2021, but <laughs> if aliens start showing up, I don't know. It just <laughs> That'll wait. be the, uh, <laughs> that'll be the uh, season finale for 2020. I'll tell you, it'll be the season finale <laughs> for 2020 and if aliens show up, I'll tell you that Paratruth Radio will be your one-stop source for all info aliens. We'll get interviews and <laughs> everything with these guys. We'll be on the front lines. 
So just to show a couple numbers, um, this is an article from patch.com. Um, in 2019 total, there was only 151 sightings. Uh, in 2020 alone, there have been 184, and we're not even done with the, the year yet. And this was an article that was written in on September 25th. So that was several weeks ago, and I'm sure there's probably been more since then. Um, now, a, another article from astronomy.com wants to claim that people aren't really seeing these things. They're going stir-crazy because of the pandemic and being uh, quarantined and all this other stuff. And if MUFON is not getting many reports on this, it must not be real that people are seeing a surge in UFO uh, activity. And I saw that, I'm like... Okay, you know, for once, scientists, we're, we're just going to keep blaming everything on this pandemic, and it's not that black and white. Right. Yes, I mean, some some of the, the sightings can be related to hoaxes or, you know, just people uh, possibly having a mass hysteria event. Sure. But 184... Alleged cases, and you're you're saying that it's all because we're going stir crazy. Come on, right? So that was something I found kind of interesting. That I mean, and we've had this talk before about how you know science, religion, even the paranormal side have to kind of all come together and be like, you know, there there is more to this instead of just right. trying to say it's not anything other than one thing or the other. Right. Well, <clears throat> and with that said though, so the thing is, you know, we, over recent years, uh, we've had a couple of developments in regard to extraterrestrials and UFOs in particular. Uh, you know, obviously we've learned a lot about project blue book and uh, blue beam and things like that, that we've discussed on this show mm -hmm. a few years ago, which is probably something we could recover again. If you guys uh, are interested in that, but <clears throat> There is actually a documentary that I came across and it's called The Phenomenon. And this is a documentary that is directed by James Fox. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, directed by James Fox. And it is on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and he's actually covering this, this whole thing about UFOs, this, these recent encounters and the overall history of UFO sightings in the United States and abroad. And of course, it includes many new details about the military confirmed encounters off the coast, which involve uh, U.S. Navy pilots. And we've all heard those stories, U.S. pilot mm -hmm. flying along, seeing this unidentified reports. We've heard the, the radio transmissions for those. Uh, and there's also details in this movie uh, about a 1967 report in which an object appeared over a U.S. missile base. At the same time, uh, 10 of the missiles became inoperative. So this is a weird conjunction in which this unidentified flying object appears. And all of a sudden, these missiles go offline, which is really scary to think about, because if this is an actual being from another world who has control of our electronics and missile defense system, Who's to say they can't just use our own missiles against us and other weapons against us uh, that we've developed? So with that said, in this movie, James Fox actually talks to former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. Uh, he came in on this documentary and discussed some interesting details uh, about UFOs and about uh, how UFOs have really played a part in U.S. history and how the government is still kind of hiding uh, these classified documents, despite the fact that the government said we released a bunch of stuff. Uh, they didn't quite re release everything, according to Harry Reid. So what I want to do right now, real quick, actually, is just play a little sneak peek of the phenomenon for you guys. And this is with Senator Harry Reid's. It's about a minute long. So just sit back, listen to what he has to say, and we'll talk about it. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. 
On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy happy reading. reading! Senator Harry Reid, who instigated the secret Pentagon UFO program, confirmed what nuclear launch officers have been reporting for decades. There's more than one up there. UFOs have interfered with our country's most powerful weapons. If they had had been called upon by the president to launch, they couldn't have done it. All we're saying, nobody has to agree that why it's there but shouldn't we at least be spending some money to study all these phenomenon? Shouldn't we study this stuff? The answer is yes, and that's all this was about, and why the federal government all these years has covered up, put brake pads on everything, stopped it. I think it's very, very bad for our country. Are you saying that there's some evidence that still hasn't seen the light of day? I'm saying most of it hasn't seen the light of day. So that was the phenomenon, the part of the official trailer, I believe, of uh, 2020. And that is currently available on DVD. And again, if I'm not mistaken, I think you can catch it on Netflix. thought I read that somewhere. Um, don't quote me on that. But either way, you can check it out, <laughs> order it online or whatever. Um, <clears throat> or not DVD, I'm sorry, VOD, Video On Demand. Who does DVDs these days? Those don't, don't right, exist anymore, yeah. <laughs> do they? I've never seen a DVD in like years. I mean, we don't have Blockbuster or any other uh, rental places anymore, so I don't think anybody right. does <laughs> it's all, I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, <laughs> DVD, so <laughs> 20 zero, zero. What would you call it? Y2K, that's what you would call it. <laughs> All I'm thinking is 2020. Like, what would you call 20,000? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Y2K. Anyway, so <laughs> there's some interesting little things that uh, Harry Reid had said here in this video. And one that I just want to point out is regarding this missile base, this this weird thing that happened in which these uh, this UFO somehow deactivated missile systems, 10 missiles of the United States government uh, or military. And the one thing that he says before he says, oh, if the president wanted to issue or had issued the order to fire, we couldn't do it. You know, right before he says that, he says there were several of them up there. So we know that there was more than one, which is, again, interesting because in many of our UFO sightings over this past year and many years past as well, UFOs seem to show up together. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of concern whether or not it's just one UFO with multiple lights or if they are actually multiple UFOs transitioning through air or space or, you know, you know some of these UFOs, they look close to us. They look like they're in our atmosphere, but they could be huge. They could be humongous things uh, shining up above our, our stratosphere. And I think that's important to think about because people think, uh, Hey, look at these lights on this ship, but how do we know they're lights? They rarely Mm -hmm. blink. They're just one solid thing. And if you ever watch the space station, it flies over and it glows by sunlight. It becomes this white hot light up in the sky and then it vanishes when it dis- when it disappears beyond the shadow of the earth. What if these UFOs aren't actually in our atmosphere or you know within the earth, but they're out in space still and they're just so big that they're glowing uh, because of the sun's light bouncing off of them. And when they disappear, they're just disappearing beyond the shadow of, of the earth itself. Um, but I don't know why... It's weird that they always show up together. And Justin, do you have any speculation as to why these UFOs are showing up together? Or do you think that they're actually showing up together? Or could it be one big like mothership with multiple lights? 
Um, I mean, in certain cases, I, I'm sure it could be just a a singular ship. For example, you see lights in the sky all within a conjunction of each other. One goes out, one goes on, two go on, one goes out, something like that, almost like a, 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 a signaling of some kind. But, you know, if you're seeing them actually flying around, then, you know, obviously there's multiple. And if you think about, about our own military, our Air Force, our Air Force flies in squadrons. So, I mean, yeah, if there's extraterrestrials out there, they don't necessarily think like we do. But at the same time, a military strategy is, you know, uh, strength by numbers. Mm-hmm. So I I honestly think not necessarily to to uh, be here to conquer or anything, but even in a case of um, intel uh, procedures, you know, Air Force will go out in a squadron just to get intel, um, see where the enemy is, that sort of a thing. Um, Mm. But that's, I mean, that's my take on if, big if, if it's more multiple um, UFOs, then that's what I would think they're doing. Um, in the case of a, a huge ship, why is there a huge ship in, in our solar system? Like, what's the purpose there? Um, right. it, you know, when, when you think of a big ship, you think of ships like Columbus, where they came to colonize, um, and stuff like that. Again, extraterrestrials may not think that way, but in the grand scheme of things, if we're doing something in, in a certain behavior, other cultures from outside of our galaxy could have done that too. Absolutely. And what is your take just real quick about these apparent UFOs deactivating military missiles? There's one of two things there. First, deactivating them so they can't be used against us. Or against them, sorry. Um, two, they're deactivating them so we can't use them against each other. Hmm. And we're not obliterating our own race because we were being stupid. Um, again, both theories are out there. Both are um, plausible. Um, stopping us from blowing up ourselves is... Like, what benefit would that be for extraterrestrials? Right. Uh, other than if they want to colonize the Earth, they don't want it destroyed, basically. Right, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's kind of funny, but when I think about the this alien spaceship or spaceships deactivating these devices, it, for some reason, brings up the memory of um, The Dark Knight Returns. Batman movie, obviously, I think everybody's seen it, right? Mm. And it's this moment uh, at the beginning of the movie where Batman returns and he's driving down the road or down the highway under a tunnel, uh, or it's actually under a bridge, and there's this, we're in this police car, and the officer looks in his rearview mirror and he sees all these lights flickering out behind him. And then all of a sudden, the Batmobile passes him and the car, for a moment, bleeps and shuts down and then restarts as he passes. Because if you've ever read the comics or you know anything about the films, Batman always has an EMP on his Batmobile and his motorcycle uh, that he or in his uh, and the bat as well, his his plane uh, that he can just hit and deactivate things. And to think that these these spaceships, if they are spaceships, have the ability uh, to generate an EMP of sorts that can completely not only just accurately stop um missiles but the thought that they can possibly even create a bigger emt and completely shut down an entire city or the entire west or east coast or who knows what when I mean, you have multiple mm. of them can you imagine what would happen i mean if you think of uh, aliens who are looking for a conquer you know they're coming here to conquer for example what happens when you have an enemy show up and you're ready with all your all your weapons, all your missiles, stuff like that, and they just hit the EMP button and shuts down the entire Earth. 
no electronics whatsoever. I mean, you're literally, we're just sitting ducks. And I find that really eerie to think about if, of course, they exist. Um, so I don't know, just something to think about. I thought it was interesting. You guys can let us know what you think, if you believe in this kind of thing, if it's a possibility. Um, real quick, I just do want to say the phenomenon if you're interested in watching it, you can check it out now on the deluxe edition uh, for Apple TV and Vimeo. It's on Apple TV, Prime Video, Vimeo, Voodoo, Vandago, Microsoft, and Google Play. So if you're interested, check it out. Uh, it looks like it's a pretty good movie if you're into UFOs. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to have to check out this this uh, documentary, too, Is something that I, I mean we again something the paranormal community has talked about for years about how our government is isn't telling us everything right i mean that's obvious but i think it's kind of interesting that a uh i believe he's a s- senator ex-senator uh harry reed he yeah he he was the um former senate for- majority leader okay yes okay um so yeah i don't know why but this <laughs> popped in my head um uh, you know we're talking about the the ufos and, and just 2020 in general um something that is said in the dark knight which was kind of just brought up a little earlier um the joker is is talking and one of the the phrases that he says is in their last moments people show you who they really are and he's talking about uh i believe this is the scene where there are two boats one with convicts and one with civilians on them and they both have bombs on them mm-hmm. um and he's he's talking about how people can either become completely afraid or tear each other apart in their last moments because they show who they truly are. Um, and I, I want to encourage everybody like I did last time to, you know, just weather the storm. Don't break down because 2020s sucks. But, you know, we wanted to bring up these topics because there's a shit ton of stuff going on in this world right now. Um, and it it is weird. It's a really weird year. But I think that uh, I think that's why we're doing these episodes specifically, because it first off, it's weird topics. Secondly, I, I think we we're always trying to bring you guys the, the most truth that we possibly can. And thirdly, you kind of need a break from the other stuff of 2020. I think COVID has gotten to the point that it's overdone as far as coverage is concerned. Yes, it's a threat. Don't twist my words on me and say I'm not saying that COVID's real. COVID is obviously real. Um, but um, yeah, so I think that 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 is a good quote to go by because I... I think that uh you know thinking about that particular quote you kind of understand it's never as bad as you think it is and to react in a very bad way is not good um so so what are kind of some of your final thoughts on what we've been talking about um as far as the the ufos murder hornets um anything in particular um you know, it, it's been a weird, weird year. Um, and, and I think one thing that we just have to, like you said, we have to consider and realize is despite what it looks like, it isn't the end of the world. Okay. It's not. Uh, it's very clear. If it was, half of us wouldn't even be here. We'd all be dead long gone <laughs> by now. Um, and there'd be much more war and all kinds of crazy stuff happening uh, but that's not to say it isn't leading up to that at some point who knows it all is everything leads leads to it eventually right uh, but according to the scripture and per god uh, jesus in particular he says that war 
famine, disease. These are just the 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 uh, the moanings, the pain of a woman in birth, per se, uh, and that these things are going to happen. It doesn't mean that it's the end, but these are things leading to the end. So be aware, be on your guard, be ready, because when the end comes, it's going to come like a thief in the night, meaning nobody will be ready, regardless of how prepared you think you are, regardless of what you believe or think you believe, you're not going to be ready when the time comes. So right now, the biggest thing is to just come together, work together, be strong together, and get through it together. Get it done. Murder Hornets, they're a thing of the past already. (laughs) You know? What's really interesting about that is we had COVID and then I think murder hornets really became a big deal because somebody wanted to uh, kind of change the subject away from COVID for a little bit. And they did for about a week and then COVID ramped up higher and we jumped right back to COVID and murder (laughs) hornets just kind of drifted away. But, you know, there's a lot of really weird, interesting things that happened this year. Uh, Some bad some not necessarily good, but there has been plenty of good as well. And mm-hmm. I, you know, it's, it's weird. Well, what I want to know though, cause you know, on a normal year where maybe a pandemic isn't a big thing happening. I'm sure a lot of this stuff happens anyway. A lot of these weird things, these holes oh, showing yeah. up the sure. hornets, the only difference is because everybody is already, you know, driven to fear because of COVID the media is going to play off of it. Now I'll be the first to, t- I'm, I'm probably not the first to tell you, but I'll be one of the, one of those who tell you that the media is going to take their stories wherever the money is. That's all they care about. They don't care about the story necessarily. They, they care about uh, bringing in money. And if they're going to be able to scare you or do something that's going to make you look and be like, Oh my gosh, what's happening. And you click that little button that says play, they're earning money off of that. Okay. So a lot of these stories, I guarantee you, happen all the time. They're just ramped up now because of the pandemic uh, and the fear factor and how much money is being earned through these media, uh, through the media and stuff like that. Now, I'm not saying everything. There have been plenty of things on media that need to be on media. You know, again, we're going to talk about the equality issue in America uh, and around the world, for that matter. Those are things that need to be shared those are the things that we need to hear about and click on uh but there's other things where it's just like hey those hornet bees they might have been around for the last two years somebody just happened to see it this year well right yeah Yeah. i mean they've obviously been around but they've just never been seen in america (laughs) right well that's what i mean they've probably been around in america for longer than you think that's true yeah it just happens that they saw them this year in that particular city you know, and right. she's like, oh, great, they're here, crap. And the bees are like, dude, we've been here for like three years. Yeah. Open your eyes. <laughs> we've been around. Uh, same with UFOs. Obviously, that's an ongoing thing since the early 1900s, at least. Right. Way beyond that, though, when you look into history and you look through like biblical scriptures and you look for through uh, various historical texts for different countries and uh, kings and queens and what they've seen, you know, it's it's always been around. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I, I think sometimes we get a little crazy uh, worrying too much about what's happening on the news and around the world. Um, not that we worry too much, but we put too much fear into it. I, I think we fear right. too much of what's happening. Uh, and that's an issue because the moment you fear is the moment you, the moment you give into fear is the moment you lose control of yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any emotion that is is a negative emotion, though, too. Like, if you give in to anger as well, you can lose yourself. Um, Actually, I was just... I saw a small video talking about anger and fear, um, about that it turns off the part of your brain that is is reasonable thinking. So if you're angry or you're you're afraid, your reason goes out the window and you lose control. Um, I, he was 
talking more on on uh, anger than fear, but uh, it actually it struck a chord with me because it's like yeah. I think maybe that's why I don't. I, or I try not to get angry a lot of times is because I don't want to be out of control of myself. Right. So for sure. You want a great example of that? Watch a couple boxing matches on TV. Oh yeah. The guy who's or getting UFC pummeled, matches too. Yeah. When they lose control and the guy who gets angry, get loses control. He starts swinging wildly. And when that happens, he gets knocked out. The moment you lose control of yourself is the moment you lose control of the situation and everything else. So Take away tonight. Stay in control. Right. <laughs> of yourself is what right. I mean. Not of other people, because that's horrible. That's <laughs> abuse, I think. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Don't control so, people. Control yourself. <laughs> so yeah, um that's I think that's all we've got, unless you've got anything else. Nope. Okay. So next week, we will be doing a live Halloween episode. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good one. I know that one person in particular uh, would like to hear a live episode of Paratruth and participate in the chat. Um, so if you would be interested, we'll be on Spreaker in the chat room on Spreaker. Um, just hit us up if you have questions. Uh, we'll have some topics to talk about, but we really want to hear from you guys as well. So um until next week, until uh, until next week, where you'll find us same time, same channel. My name is Justin, and I'm Eric. Peace. This is Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.